It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980, always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Uh, that introduction, Anthony, made me think. We haven't had Sam Fortier on in a while. Should do that soon. Yeah, we definitely should, you know, get our fellow Orangemen on the program. Has, hasn't been a while. Start the new year as well. So I didn't set this up this way because I didn't know that Anthony was going to play that open, but we are having a fellow Orangeman on the show today. Yes, we are. Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, also Reston, uh, Reston, Virginia's own. He will join us coming up at 4.30 to discuss the top story of the day, which is that the commanders are interviewing Raheem Morris and Dan Quinn. Uh, that is our top story, not because all of a sudden we think those two are the favorites. That is just chron- chronologically speaking, the interviews that are actually happening today. Uh, they are virtual interviews, obviously. Uh, ben Johnson of the Lions is tomorrow. Uh, our guy, did we get Tim confirmed for tomorrow? Yep, we got Tim at 5 p.m. Love that. Tim Twentyman, who was awesome when we had him on uh, when the Commanders played the Lions last year. He's going to join us for Inside on Ben Johnson tomorrow, so it's not like we're ignoring the top candidate in the eyes of many. Uh, just so happens that today, Raheem Morris and Dan Quinn are going to interview, of course, Morris the current defensive coordinator of the Los Angeles Rams. Andrew, on top of being L.A.-based and, and hosting on NFL Network every day, also is around the Rams a lot as he does their uh, preseason games on television. So uh be great to get Andrew's insight into Raheem, uh, a guy that pl- I know plenty of people that know as well. And he, to me, is one of the most interesting candidates of this cycle for certainly Washington, but really for anybody because he has the most unique resume of anybody out there. And I don't know that I even fully understood everything that he's done. Like, I can read a resume like everybody else. But um, this morning, Anthony, we recorded Take Command, as we uh, do a couple times a week. And some of that conversation you will hear at 5 o'clock today. But Logan was in Atlanta with Dan Quinn and Rahi Morris. So we'll, you'll get Logan's reflections coming up at 5 o'clock. Um, but... He talked about like how much he did, and I, I guess the, the, the veer that I didn't really understand in Raheem Morris's career was when he started coaching offense. And I was like, well, he went back to defense. He must have not been that good at it, but that's really not what it was. He's just a tremendous defensive coach, but he actually was really instrumental in the development of some very good football players in Atlanta. Um, probably chief amongst them. I mean, the best player that he coached was Julio Jones, and those were Julio's best years. So I would definitely think that the defensive perspective that Raheem was able to bring as a defensive backs guy to Atlanta under Kyle Shanahan, who he obviously knew from his time here in Washington together, uh, could be another member of the 2013, uh, 2012, whatever year you want to pick coaching staff that winds up being an NFL head coach. Of course, Ra has already been a head coach in the league, but probably got that job a little too young. Um, was just 33 at the time, and and I don't see him as a retread because of that. This is a guy that is, you know, more traditionally would have paid his dues and probably got a head coaching job a couple years ago if he didn't have that Tampa thing on his resume. Point being, what the perspective that he brought to Atlanta helped Julio have some of his best years. And then you combine that with guys like Mohamed Sanu, who was absolutely a project at wide receiver. Like, this is a former college quarterback who converted, tremendous athlete, and Raheem was there when they went to the Super Bowl. And it was a key, key part, passing game coordinator, in fact, um, if I'm remembering correctly, but certainly wide receivers coach, on Kyle Shanahan's staff. Like, Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust just anyone with his offense. And Raheem Morris had that trust. And so 
I would certainly assume that since he left ultimately and uh, when Dan Quinn was fired in, in 2020 um, and went and joined Sean out in Los Angeles and has done a pretty good job with that defense out there this year, had to do a lot of adjusting and, and they, they shirted it up by the end of the year to help them go on that run and ultimately, you know, come up just short in the playoffs. Not really his unit's fault. If the offense could have scored anything in the red zone, uh, perhaps Los Angeles advances. Instead, they kick a bunch of field goals and, Detroit wins that game by one, but Morris would pro like he's so plugged in, and it's something that I think is is interesting when you think about head coaches. And this is something that I would, to an extent, worry about with Ben Johnson as well. Um, ben Johnson, Mike McDonald, these younger guys, and something that a guy like Sean and a guy like Kyle have been able to overcome. So obviously, you can overcome this. It's just something that you have to have a good answer for in the interview. Is like, who are your people? Who's your staff? Do you have relationships with older coaches, potentially, to bring in, and younger coaches? Like, do you have the relationships around the league if you haven't been around a ton? And a guy like Raheem could build one of the best staffs in the league. I mean, there's a lot of irony in what I'm about to say, but, like, Frank Reich built what was supposed to be an all-star staff last year in Carolina. It went miserably but that's also because despite the fact that a lot of people like Frank Reich he didn't really bring in a cohesive staff it's something that I think would be prevented from happening here um, one because I think the oversight of a guy like Adam Peters would be very helpful two Josh Harris believes in kind of getting everybody on the same page in terms of a vision and three, I'd like to think Raheem Morris would be smart enough to go like yeah I see how Kyle did this I see how Sean did this. It's very important that we have people that are on the same page on our defensive and offensive staffs. Um, we're not going to make that mistake. So hopefully that would be the case. But in terms of an actual network, Raheem Morris, his, everybody loves that guy. I, you can't find someone in the NFL who doesn't like Raheem Morris. It just every, I mean, I'm sure you can, but like that guy probably sucks. <laughs> probably. Because you know, you're around the combine every year, you know, you're going, you're at the Super Bowl, you're at all these NFL events and, um, you just, you just hear nothing but great things about, about Rod. I'm sure Andrew Siciliano, when he joins us at 430, will tell us the same thing. And that's exciting to me. Someone who has a vision of what an offense can look like and has been a part of it on a detailed level and what a defense can look like and has, has run some of the best ones in the league over the last two and a half decades Still young, has that energy. People love him. He's a dynamic personality. Like I think Raheem Morris is going to probably get a job again, whether it's this year, or next year. I, I think he's going to be up for it, and I I think he is someone who could be a very good head coach, and I think would do a very good job here and could build a very good staff here. I also think Dan Quinn could could do that as well because many of the things I just said about Raheem Morris are also true about Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is a guy that Logan Logan described as a fresh uh, a breath of fresh air when he got to Atlanta. He had been here, seen things go south with the Shanahan's. He gets cut in 2016 by Jay uh or 2015 by Jay. He goes to Chicago. That Chicago team was terrible and a mess. And he goes to Atlanta in 2017 and it was like a whole different job. And Quinn was responsible for creating that place that people enjoyed going to work. He's also made mistakes in how he built that, especially in the aftermath of Kyle leaving. 
uh, and who they paid, how much they paid them, the roster. Like, there's some GM issues that happened at that time in Atlanta as well where they needed Matt Ryan to play like Matt Ryan 2015 and or 2016, and he never got to that level again once Kyle left for San Francisco. Um, but they paid him so much they couldn't build out the roster. So that was part of the issue, but also, like, I, I think an interesting story that Logan shared with, with me today um, on the pod, I'm not betraying trust here, is that like after Dan Quinn got fired in Atlanta, Logan was one of the people he called and was like, hey, dude, what did I do wrong? Like, where did it go wrong? What are some things that I can improve on? And that reflective nature, I think, is encouraging. And it's why I've said, like, do I have my favorites? Yes. This Is is this me endorsing Raheem Morris or Dan Quinn? I mean, first of all, I would say Morris over Quinn, just to, to for whatever that's worth. Two, um, am I saying that I... I'm endorsing either of these guys over the guys that I have been higher on all along, mainly Johnson from Detroit. No, but there's a lot of good candidates in this cycle. Like, if you're looking for a head coach right now in the league, which, by the way, a quarter of the league is. There are eight of 32 jobs open. That is 25% of the NFL is looking for a head coach right now. You can find a good one. Someone who should be good if you surround them with the right people and you make sure that they surround themselves with the right people. Um, so that's, that's exciting. I think for Washington, ultimately, do I think that Johnson is probably the better candidate? Someone who's a little more innovative, who seems to be a little bit more dynamic, um, who really has helped build a culture in Detroit in a way that, uh, matters and has helped them win a bunch of football games along with Dan Campbell, obviously being the main driver there as the head coach. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do I wonder about who Ben Johnson knows throughout the league because he's been with Campbell for most of his career? Like who does... Who are his relationships? Who are the people that he would bring with him? Uh, and, you know, I think Adam Peters and Ben Johnson being the top candidates would make this place very appealing to bring people with you. People are going to want to come work here, which is the first time that we've been able to say that for a long time. Um, I'd have the same questions about Mike McDonald uh, coming from Baltimore. He's literally only coached for the Harbaugh's. John, for most of his career, starting as an intern in 2014, all the way up to what he is now as the defensive coordinator. And his one uh, year that he wasn't with the Ravens, he was with Michigan, where he was the defensive coordinator there. So, like, a pop pro, you've been at every level of one of the top organizations in the sport. Negative, you haven't seen how it's done elsewhere, and there's only so many people you meet when you stay in one place. So these are the kinds of questions that I I wonder. These are the kinds of things that you worry about. And these are the kinds of things that, like, if you are actually Adam Peters and Bob Myers and Rick Spielman and Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails and Magic Johnson, David Blitzer, the people doing the interviews, these are the questions you're asking. I don't know the answers. And I think it's really easy for all of us in radio world and all of us in fan world to be like, that's my favorite guy. But realistically... What do we know if we don't know those answers? That's, that's I think, what's most interesting. Um, but with that said, you know, based off what we know, Johnson's still the guy that I probably like the most. Um, what he does is really, really great. He's very good at it. He has a clear vision for it. Um, but guys like Morris and Quinn, I think, are also fantastic candidates, and I'm glad that Washington is talking to them today and kind of running out all the ground balls of the top candidates around the league. It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. You can give us a call at 301-230-0980. Thoughts on the head coaching search as it is ongoing. 
0980. Andrew Siciliano joins us at 4.30.